Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are talking about Netflix's new movie, Do Revenge. Yes. Yep. It's pretty popular right now. It's it's getting it's getting a lot of buzz. It's getting a lot of buzz right now. Um starring Maya Hawk and Camilla Mendez and uh Austin Abrams. Who Yeah. Uh, is he in anything else other than Euphoria? He's in Austin and Allie, that uh, TV show on Disney. Disney what? As who? He's Austin. No, he's not. I no, didn't he's in, ever watch this because he's I in, wasn't. He's in Dash and Lily and he plays Dash. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I'm not, good, I'm not that age, okay? I'm not. I'm not a Gen Zer. I don't know. Okay, first of all, I watched <laughs> I watched Austin and Allie d- like just a couple of years ago, and I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> that has the guy who was that in has that, Ross that Lynch in serial it. killer sh- movie that one time. <laughs> what? Right, Ross yeah. Lynch. Ross Lynch. Yes, <laughs> serial killer movie. What? What? He- Oh God! Do I have to look this up right now? No, it's fine. We could just we could just move on, move on. <laughs> <laughs> My but. friend Dahmer. He played Jeffrey Dahmer in a in a Dahmer thing a while back. Which is oh, okay. there's another one out on Netflix right now. Things are just there's no new ideas. Okay, but I mean, don't knock Austin and Ally until you until you until you try it. I mean, it's it's a great show, and I love Ross Lynch now because of it. So. <laughs> Okay, so this movie, Do Revenge, is uh, about two girls, one of them, Camille M- Mendez, Drea. She befriends Maya Hawke's character, Eleanor, and they both have um, other teenagers at this Instagram high school that they go to that uh, have wronged them in some way. So they want to team up and try to get back at these bullies that have yes. fucked them over. Andrea um, is basically like one of the one of the queens of this school and she has a yeah. fall from grace. Um yeah. in the worst possible way in in the way that a um a sex tape is basically released. Yeah. Um well not a sex tape it's just it's like it's like a nudie a nudie tape. Yeah, um, she sends her boyfriend she thinks a trusting uh nudie video. Uh, sex video and then it goes backwards for her it sure does and so she wants revenge and then she meets maya hawk's character um nora yeah uh yep. eleanor yes who uh who has someone that they also 
want to exact revenge on. Um, so they kind of team up and do each other's revenging. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie is like a Gen Z fever dream. It's it's like Heathers and Mean Girls had a had a baby that was born in 2010. Like I I don't even know why. Yeah. Like I do feel like this movie was fun, but to me the screenplay was so trying to be something that is quotable, if that makes sense. Yeah, I will I would like to put this on the same level as Heather's and or even Mean Girls, but it's not. It it was getting there. It was definitely yeah. it's, no, it was I, very fun. There I were some that. very fun twists and turns all around, yeah. but but does it have quite that metaphorical charm, like in symbolism? Like Heather's just it took it over the top in the best way possible. And this movie, maybe it just needed to go a little more over the top. Like it it definitely was very dramatic. Yeah. Um it was very uh just, you know, it's just a bunch of rich kids doing horrible rich kid things. Um and just being absolute shits to each other. But it just yeah, it just it's no. not quite at that level of Heather's. Um Yeah. Yeah, and like Heather's was pretty fucked up too. So Very. like they definitely, you know, they really go for it in Heather's with the, and and ex, you know, this is also a commentary on the present generation. So I feel like that that's what they were trying to do and to be honest, they were successful in a lot of ways. The the insane dialogue, like the um, the costumes were honestly over the top and it it is common, you know, being very trying to critique today's Gen Zers and, and the kind of style, fashion, ideas that they have, thinking they're better than other people, that kind of stuff. Of course, you're going to have that in any teen drama. And so it kind of felt like that was the way that it was wanting to be. And I could see that it wanted to do this. It wanted to have a really flashy, you know, specific thing. And it made so many choices. And, and you know, that I got to respect it. I got to respect it for that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And and all of the themes around just like power and having power and what you'll yeah. do to to bring like others down in order for you to stay on top or for you and just and also just the idea that you're so powerful that you're untouchable until you're not. Yeah. Um in high school. That's in high school, yes. But like a prep high school. So it's like a completely insane backdrop for a high school because like who goes to high school that looks like this for sure this is yeah this is definitely some some rich kid like prep like boarding school type of shit i mean they they all they all like uh they didn't live at the school but they it's just it they had the crazy uniforms like these uniforms were all these different colors um which was very fun yeah but they um, were like pastels and yeah they were very just... great color palette yeah, really, but like also the the high school style was again like very very Instagram style. So like completely crazy this high school. Like it didn't look like any high school I've ever seen. Um very no, very sure. beautiful. They've got like cool um swirly stained glass windows, like beautiful um Instagram quotes on the walls, um different colored glass you know it, it was just like a completely incredible set design 
that kind of made it feel very surreal and also very Miami, I think, where this movie takes place. Yes, it does take place in Miami. And not to mention that crazy party they have at the end where they can, they all pass over their phones and they lock all the phones up and they just do do whatever. They just do drugs, they drink, they just do whatever um, when when they get when they get their college acceptances um, into different places. Um, but let's, uh, let's start with, with, uh, Andrea or Drea. Um, yeah, Drea. Yeah. She's, Camilla's she's a character. real bitch. She's, she sucks. She's really, um, <laughs> she really she was, just does exactly what she needs to, to stay in power. It's crazy. She was so good. I yeah. really liked her character a lot. She was hilarious. <laughs> Like when yeah. she was pretending to orgasm and, and like just finding out where the oh. party was and she like the birthday party yeah. and she's yeah. just like, I'm done. And like when I go to a party and it's just she was so hilarious, like no empathy, just and and she just was getting just crazier and crazier. Like she was she was so good. I really liked her character a lot. Um, mm-hmm. She was batshit, but she was she was amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I felt that. Because we had that kind of, to me, this was a mismatch, like a complete mashup of Heathers and Mean Girls. There was so many tropes of both of them um, in this movie. And it was, you know, it was obvious. It wasn't even like, oh, we're trying to be something um, different. Something different. It was literally like, let's copy this exact shot, this exact scene, this exact scenario um, let's try to make it so it twists on its head where the two girls who hate each other end up actually really being friends at the end. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's that for sure. Um, and I, I can see how this would be a fun movie to really stick onto and, and why we think it's something that can be created into something like a cold classic that we've seen from Heather's and definitely from Mean Girls. Um, but I think again, it's like when you're trying to make a cult classic, are you really trying? Like, I don't, you know, it's, it just had that sense of like, cold classics need to be, need to be organic. And to me, yeah, you don't trying to be one. Right. (laughs) You don't make a movie intending for it to be a cold. It just kind of becomes it. This, this movie definitely had the vibe of this is going to be the next cult classic, but it just, it's, and I mean, if that's if that's what they were hoping for, like, sure, why not? People people have goals, people have dreams, like that's fine. But it's just <laughs> this, and it's I'm not so bad. Like, I really did. I, I really I re- did like this movie. I really <laughs> yeah, did like. It was yeah. very fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was very fun, and I really liked the twists and turns. Um, with Nora, kind of later, we find out that she. Uh, has been playing Drea this whole time. She she yeah. talked about a story saying that this girl had kind of outed her as being gay and then kind of started these rumors about her around school and, and basically ruined her life. Yeah. Um, and so she gets a she gets a nose job or something to like to mm-hmm. make herself look different, and she formulates this plan to basically bring down to to keep Drea down. Um, I don't think she had anything to do with the initial sex tape, but she was kind of the cause of everything after that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of being a double agent because she was 
infiltrating the popular kids in order to help Drea with her revenge. Um, but then also still kind of exacting her, her own. Um, I mean, it was similar to Mean Girls where she, the outed girl enlists Katie to be kind of to enmesh herself into the Mean Girls to try and take them down from the inside. That's true. That's true. And then you kind of have that scene, that similar scene you were saying where um, Dre is going to Nora being like, they're they're the horrible ones. Like, why are you taking yeah. their side? And then Nora basically takes their side. And that's kind of when Katie says like you're uh to that one character like you're just a lesbian who's who's obsessed with me like yeah right yeah that's basically the the parallels of of those two scenes no yeah Um, it's really there's a lot and you know i i respect the the homage because you know mean girls is a really good movie and we we see this you know coming back through this and it's fun and it's interesting it's it's gen z labeled it's it's got a lot of things that are really problematic in it, but it knows it's problematic. Like literally Dre and Eleanor drug the entire class. Like you can't do oh, that. Oh yeah. Y- you can't just drug people. Like that's fucked up. Like you can't do that. And then they talk about it. They're like, well, it's pretty fucked up that you did that. But then there's like no, <laughs> there's no like consequences for those actions. Like literally that's like a felony. You could go to jail for drugging people. <laughs> you know, like it just is crazy. <laughs> Right, and the and the type of trouble that they would get people into, like the the girl who was one of the presidents of the farm club, she was growing. Yeah, she was growing the drugs in a in a in the greenhouse. Yeah, um, and kind on of hiding it property. from the school. Yeah, on school property, but she just kind of gets sent to a rehab facility and just gets a little slap on the wrist, basically, just because because they're all rich. They're it all doesn't rich. matter, you know. Yeah, it's like it doesn't matter. They're all super rich. And it's just kind of like this other, it, that's definitely what departed it from being girls and Heathers is that in Heathers and being girls, those are people who live in normal-ish schools. Their parents aren't super rich. Um, maybe except in Heathers. For, except for, um, uh, what was it? Amy Poehler. Um, her. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the main character, Regina George, she's, yes. she's super rich, but like she's rich. other people are like, the whole school itself isn't rich. Whereas in this case, it's like the the class divide is whack. And that's why Drea is coming from a uh, a different perspective of she has to work even harder for everybody because she doesn't she doesn't come from wealth. She doesn't come from that money that literally everybody else comes from. So it's um Yeah, correct. Her her mom's like a a nurse or something, and so she yeah. just she has to work harder to get into the call. Co- I mean, she's just really trying to get into into yeah. a good college. Did did that mean that she needed to rule the school? No, she could have she could have excelled in school and done a bunch of extracurriculars and done like and still get into a good college. I don't really think she needed this status of whatever. But because uh, I that, that's what I found myself asking. I was like, why were you putting yourself in such big spotlight that you didn't need any of that in order to get into a good college? Like if you just did your work and did the extra stuff like i don't know so that was that was just something that i that i was thinking about yeah um, and then she ends up getting rejected because she like didn't she she slapped the guy you know at school the ex and then yes, she Max, like yeah you know tried to 
cover up all this shit she was doing. I mean, she really was being very conniving. It was, it was like, okay, we're seeing that her, she's trying to be this way so that she can like get back at these people when her, her main purpose is also to get in a yell and then it kind of changes, you know, especially after she dates the, the, she dates Russ, who again, when she got taken to Russ's like warehouse and she ditched school, by the way, and she was like, I just want to get into Yale. I'm like, ditching a ditching school's not going to get you into Yale. I don't know what you're doing right now, girl. But <laughs> yeah, this is not help that. You, you yeah. know, like that's she not going to lay thing. low. <laughs> What's she doing? Anyway, she like goes back to his his, his uh, amazing warehouse where he has an artist collective, and they have a little, um, you know, paintball balloon paintball fight, just like in Ten Things I Hate About You and yes yes they they go there but she's like oh i didn't know that you were an artist i'm like oh this guy with blue hair and tats and like really you didn't see this guy being an art look at him what, what do you mean he was a part of farm club <laughs> like this guy's the most artist looking dude i've ever seen in my life what do you mean he's not an artist like <laughs> well and and nor did you take the time to talk to him or ask no she's so, so self-centered yeah, these like kind of side relationships that happened weren't other than Eleanor's and um, Max's sisters. I liked their thing. I really yeah. liked their their chemistry. Um, but yeah, the stuff with the stuff with Russ and Andrea was just kind of like, okay, this is happening. Do I care? Meh. Um. <laughs> I recognized the actor Rish Shaw, and I was like, "What is he in?" And I was like, "Oh, he's in Miss Marvel." Oh, is he? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. And then we had that really cute, that really funny cameo from Sophie Turner. <laughs> she was hilarious. I mean, she was so screaming good. about how she doesn't do coke. And then she was like, well, then I developed a coke problem. And then she got put into rehab. I mean, she was just she very was silly. Hilarious. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. So good. Um. And of course, Maya Hawk was really good as well. Um, Eleanor was, uh, I mean, you're you're the queen at at predicting things, Alessandra. When did you oh, know that Eleanor? When did you <laughs> How know? Did you know that I knew? When did um, you? I knew. I think about. I knew when, when they where... mentioned the spark plug. That was not oh, not no, the first I time. Knew, the second I knew time. It before then, um, I know. I think it was. I know you did. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. I think it was when, oh God, what happened? Um, when they had the, when they had the, no, not when they had the fight. When she was laying on top of her, when Drea was in bed, like sad, oh. laying on top of Eleanor. I was like, yeah. oh, Eleanor did this. Like, that's what I thought to myself. That was when oh. that. And then I was like, I heard there was a twist in this movie because I had heard about that and that the twist was really good. And then I was like, oh, is it just the twist that like to me, I was expecting a twist. So then I was like ready for it. And I was like, oh, Maya Hawk's the bad person in this. Like, she's the one who's. Well, but then there was this... the twist twist. I mean, we we knew Max was an asshole, but he kind oh, of. Oh, yeah. He kind yeah. of comes clean and. And and goes over his villainous plan at the end, um, at that party. 
So that was just whatever. But, but I don't know. But like, again, like that was so lackluster because we were already hating him. It wasn't like, oh, we needed it to happen where they we already hated him. him. We knew he was a douchebag. We just had the, the really good twist with Eleanor. Yeah. The thing with Max at the very end was kind of useless by that time because it's just by then the twist already happened and his wasn't even as his wasn't even a twist. It was just like, OK, I come clean. It was me. I'm an asshole. And then they and then they film him saying that so that he can be fully brought down so it's just like eh yeah i did think that you know it was and also you know of course they're playing a lot of 90s and early 2000s songs in this movie so they're really like pulling this nostalgia factor and trying to get us to feel a certain way with that um kind of upbeat hyper pop music you know what i mean like right yeah, that there was just a lot, you know, there was there was a lot of that pulling from these, you know, their costumes were really interesting. They were just, you know, it was a real it. It had a vibe like it had a look. It had a it had a feel that I think was elevated, interesting, really like hyper um, what it is today on, you know, on the streets and like really like seeing this kind of. 2000s 90s look mingled with today um and they're yeah. you know really it's kind expensive. of like seeing <laughs> it's kind of like seeing the cast of euphoria just like in a movie i don't know yeah. but, but oh like, yeah but like yeah. way less traumatizingly dramatic like it was yeah. dramatic but this like euphoria is traumatizing yeah um yeah. But but this but this was the vibe and this was the look that I was kind of getting from everyone. Um cuz the like yeah, the, the clothes were out there like after Eleanor gets her her makeover with her mm-hmm. short blunt bob and just yeah. her her crazy clothes that are just from all different decades. They're oh, just, sure, they're, yeah. They're yeah. so cool. A lot of they're prints. So cool. Yeah, yeah, a lot of prints and colors, just mm-hmm. very very awesome. The the costumes were so good. You know, not not a plus size person in sight. Just all, just really like thin, skinny, very beautiful fit, teenagers, very fit kids, <laughs> fit teenagers. Yeah, and you're just like mm, okay. You know, you you could have made it a little bit more. But the thing is, like, truly, it was not supposed to. Like, I feel like this movie was not supposed to be relatable in any sense. Like, none of the characters are that redeeming. You're like, oh yeah, girl power at the end, but then you're also just like. Well, you did some pretty fucked up things, so I don't know if I really like you that much. Yeah, yeah, uh, and that's and and that's again kind of where it it gets a lot of comparisons to Mean Girls and Heather's because it's like these these things like making making suicide trending in your yeah. school is completely unrelatable. And yeah. no, it's just, insane. It's it's insane. Yeah. Absolutely, no, it's over insane. the top. It's asinine. It's over like exactly the, the the commentary that the critique it's that they're trying yeah. to, to put onto exactly with Heather's. And we talked about that. It's actually one of our early episodes. We have one of our I, very early podcast episodes. If you have, I think not Nirvana Heather's episode. Yeah, Nirvana. Our friend Nirvana was on it. I think. I think we had her on. She was going by yes. Roshin at that time. But you should yes. definitely listen to it. We, we talk about a lot of great stuff in, in our Heather's episode. Uh, it's a great movie. We we love it. We love it so much. <laughs> oh, 
Anyway, that's... Uh, Do you want to take a quick break before we maybe get into some trivia? That's a great idea. There you go. All right. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we're back. Um, there's not so much trivia in here. I'll read the we first We can't one. forget Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes, so during the welcoming day Buffy. at school, one of the students is reading the novel, Dangerous Liaisons. Actress Sarah Michelle Geller, the headmaster, participated in Cruel Intentions, the modern take on Stephen Fears' Dangerous Liaisons. On top of that, Maya Hawke's mother, Uma Thurman, also starred in Dangerous Liaisons, which we also have a podcast of Dangerous Liaisons, everybody. Go listen oh! to that one! <laughs> wow, we're really, really pulling it through here. We're really just pushing pushing those listens right now. Oh, oh my goodness. My. Yeah. And you can read oh, the second go. one, I here's, guess. Here's all of them. The movie pays, pays homage to other classic teen revenge movies, such as Jawbreaker, which I'd never heard of that one, uh, Cruel Intentions, Heathers, Mean Girls, John Tucker Must Die, Ten Things I Hate About You, and Clueless, to name a few. The Do Revenge soundtrack even features many iconic songs from these movies. Yeah, I mean, again, it is a very, it is is so overly paying homage to these, it's almost like, what makes this interesting? And you know what? I think they did a good job of differentiating it a little bit more than it should I don't know. It is what it is. I'm not going to love it as much as those other things. But then again, it's the nostalgia factor. It's like trying to push that cult. You know, it, it, I don't know. It's not doing what Scream does. I have so many things yeah. in my head. Like, I can't, like, I can't settle, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, uh, paying homage to these other movies, uh, a school parking space sign says Horowitz, a nod to share Horowitz, Horowitz from Clueless. Mm, cute so it's just Eleanor quotes oh yeah okay yeah my roommate had 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 noticed this eleanor quotes taylor swift by saying the old version of her yep can't come to the phone right now because she's dead is yeah. a lyric from look what you made me do from her 2017 album reputation yes um, i she she did that when she was talking to max's sister and i i caught that as well i again i really did it, it, i can excuse everything i can excuse the homage i can excuse like all this kind of repetition with this movie i really did not like the dialogue i thought it was just so pushy like it just the it 
it felt so unrealistic the way that people actually talk you know revenge mommy all this kind of pushing all these what like, else you didn't like you didn't like glenergy you didn't like glenergy i loved glenergy <laughs> i also loved that was really good that was so oscar good. winner olivia coleman as the name of her her um her like uh lizard that she has i loved that i i did like these kind of the glenergy was fantastic i fucking love that but there was just so many other lines of dialogue that were just so gen z that i mean i guess it's just because i'm old like i don't i just didn't think that they were that interesting i didn't think it was that necessary it felt fake to me especially when maya hawk would say it yeah i mean it 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 was probably definitely supposed to be fake but probably their one-liners were a bit better than maybe their um, cause you know, as we know with, with Heather's and probably in me, it's been, it's been a bit since I've seen Mean Girls, but I'm sure they have, they're really good, not monologues, but they're very noteworthy, memorable lines where this movie maybe tried to do something, make something yes. very, like just very noteworthy, very memorable, like trying to, trying to make their yes. mark, yes. which, which I think this movie did. Like, there was some very clever stuff in there. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not saying it was bad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to criticize it that much because they made a lot of bold choices. And I always want to commend things for making And they stuck to it and it was consistent. Like, maybe (laughs) they were just trying a little too hard to be legendary. When (laughs) it's hard... It's hard to pass these legendary movies. Legendary. All right. Why don't you read the uh, plot keywords? All right. We've got bully, revenge, dark comedy, teen comedy, high school. There you go. This movie got a 66 meta score with 10 positive reviews, six mixed reviews, and zero negative reviews. So there actually isn't that many reviews for this movie. Which is surprising to me because, again, I've heard it around. I hear, like, people should watch it. And I will recommend people to watch this. Yeah, I mean, maybe because it's a Netflix movie, I feel like critics are still kind of getting getting the hint that Netflix could make some good stuff here and there and they need to to put in their reviews for it. Mm -hmm. But that's why we're here, everyone. The Let's lowest talk about those is movies that those critics are too afraid to talk about. Yeah, it doesn't have any negative reviews. The lowest is a fifty. That's actually really good. Yeah, with uh, with four fifties. Okay, let's see which one do I want to read. Um, I will read the Chicago Sun Times. Uh, This is a slick-looking film with a gorgeous cast and a sprinkling of funny one-liners, but the dark comedy often falls flat. Nearly every character is a one-dimensional cliche, and the redemption story defies credibility, even in a well-dressed social satire. Okay. All right. I mean, Empire 60 says proof that Netflix doesn't just do kissing booth movies, so there's that. (laughs) Um, I think compared to a kissing booth movie, it's like Citizen Kane. But, um, you know, that's just me. <laughs> you know, and I now have an opinion because I've seen the first Kissing Booth movie. That um, that movie gave me the ick. 
like it's I know that's exactly what I was saying you know what we're gonna do we're gonna do our own thing on the kissing booth another time but oh boy um I guess I'll read the highest one which is an 87 from Polygon it says Hawk and Mendez do a fantastic job of never giving the audience a clear person to root for At first, their friendship seems inspired as they unite against those who wronged them, but then it turns one-sided and toxic. Then it mutates into something else entirely. And that it does. Yeah. um, That it does. I do think the IndieWire is kind of interesting, the 83. It says, the the juicy teen drama of Do Revenge is a contemporary riff on an old-age classic, an age-old classic. It's nothing if not the moment. And at the moment, teenagers are reading the same panic-inducing headlines as everyone else. If they want to do a little revenge in a world that seems hell-bent on driving humanity off a cliff, Do Revenge offers some clever entertainment for the ride. There you go. (laughs) Oh, wow. That was a really insightful uh review there jude drive from indie wire so thank you wow that was great really good um all right any other comments that we have on do revenge no all right well thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Amazon. Nope, oh, sorry. Nope. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. <laughs> we do have Amazon Music as well. So We are also on Amazon Music and Spotify and on Acast. Um, if you want to email us and say hello, please email us at awbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. Please follow our social media. We have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search Abba the Popcorn or Abba the Popcorn Podcast. And we also have merch. So please check that out. But thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.